Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse (laughs) with Patty and Scott starts now. Working night to Morning, Tallahassee. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, and everything sounds so different because we have new headphones. I can't we can believe hear. it. I sound so good. <laughs> you thought that? Before. I like it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I I do like the sound of my own voice. That's my husband. Yeah, I'm Patty Wilson. Our number is eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. If you have any questions, partner over there, Scott Cowart's with us today. I'll answer them. You'll answer them. You have that questions. One. I'll answer them. <laughs> Yeah, so how are you, Scott? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good. Got some I'm new good glasses, right new specs? No. They look like uh, no. they're new. No. They're the same uh, brand. Yeah. Same readers. They just look different. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are. No, they're the same. You have another pair like them. I have uh, squarer ones, but these are about two months old. Mm. Well, sleep at the wheel over You've here. been busy. Yes, I have been busy. I don't care if people notice my glasses. So I'm good. It's hard to notice them on the radio. Yeah. So we'll yeah. just keep it between. They're blue light between us friends. and their readers. Because when I went to the eye doctor, it was right before COVID. Yeah. Got my prescription and then everything shut down. 
so I couldn't get local prescription glasses. So mail away. So I did mail away readers, and they I can see just fine. So you fifty bucks. So you only need readers. Yes, and even then, same. It's, I don't need readers for the road. Like I can see two miles away. I just yeah. can't see right in front of me. Yeah, back at you. <laughs> Way it is. But the blue light's been very helpful. My eyes haven't been um, as dry. You know, I'm in front of the computer all the time, so it's been nice. Yeah, can't relate. No. <laughs> I haven't seen a computer in years. You haven't? <laughs> no, I no? have. I'm just rarely. You have a nice computer. In, I know, but I'm rarely there to get on the computer. So we talk about real estate generally. A little bit of this. A little theme. I was going to talk about Zillow and the changes on Zillow. Yes, now I, have some, their own I have some questions. Ooh, now you're, I mean. You I may just, not have the answers, I may but not, I have some but questions. I watched some videos today, so, you know, that makes me an expert. I'm, I'm curious. Because Zillow's too. changing their, their whole business model to become a broker. Yeah. So they're brokers now. So we can't badmouth them like we used to. Because they're a as broker. a broker, but I believe it's the hat you wear. Mm. You're like I'm an appraiser, and yes. I'm also a realtor. So it's the hat, it's the role I'm in at the time is the role I, the responsibility I accept. So if you're a publisher and you're taking my money to advertise on the site, then I should be able to complain about you. True. It's the hat you wear, but yeah. we'll see how that all pans out. It should be very. Because this has never happened before. Well. It's- it's very interesting to see how these individuals who are paying to advertise and to solicit leads, if you will, mm-hmm. if, if that will be the same. I hope they stop. Under this new. I stopped about five years ago paying for Zillow advertising. So I hope everyone else stops too. Because now they're really going to use your listings against you. Mm. Before they were just advertising for you and aggregating and it was more for entertainment purposes didn't have to be accurate now it's going to have to be accurate their information and it's going to harm the real estate agent oh tremendously tremendously can't wait to hear about it so we're different our model our business model is very different because we stage our homes correct zillow is not going to be able to come in and stage correct they're going to want to turn and burn it you know list it and get or buy it and get it sold at a reduced rate like a wholesaler so it'll be interesting but we have to definitely stay on our business model of staging and the value add of what that looks like yeah, for people. No, no doubt. I, so I was going to talk about Zillow for a little bit. And that just how the whole computer model has changed. And it, it'll be nice to be in a smaller town for once. Yeah. Because sure. the bigger towns are really trying still, to take over. Yeah, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. And how HomeSnap CoStar there. Uh, CoStar owns LoopNet, which is the commercial advertising commercial site like we have Mm multi-list residential co-star is a big conglomerate fund company that owns um loopnet which is the commercial side of it so now they're they bought home snap recently which is a site or an app that we use correct to share our listings yeah so it's just an interesting couple interesting articles i read so i thought we'd talk about that all right very interesting so how was your week what are you working on Oh, I'm working on a couple of remodels. I'm working on a home that we're going to list in the next week uh, that I can't talk about the address, but I can talk about the actual place that we've been working on for quite some time, but in this day of COVID. So I've done so many pre-COVID, kind of middle of the road COVID, and now the end of COVID. But the end of COVID, well, dare I say, but the end of COVID 
portion seems to be harder than any of it because of procurement and distribution. Hmm. It is absolutely hard. Getting the stuff? Getting the stuff and getting people that will, you know, because the time frames are different. Right. And so you're as you're planning, things aren't coming in accordingly. Mm. And so those people, they get delayed and it's just, you know. And every, the demand is so high for like they're calling them like COVID roofs and the, they're calling them like COVID are, renovation. And, the, and here's the thing. The demand is high. And some of what people are probably recognizing is prices going up. And here's why. In a typical American model, in my opinion, we have an overabundance and influx of stuff a lot of it right so there's there's things to choose from but now because it's limited supply there's nothing on sale because there's very limited amounts of it and they can sell it because of the demand Mm -hmm. so it's costing more it's harder to get and I'm wondering if the model for some of these areas is going to change like United States in particular we're just so used to having more than what we need and so you get a lot of stuff on sale I don't I'm finding very little of that these days on especially especially big things like I'm not talking about like refrigerators refrigerators you know appliances obviously flooring um, anything that they don't have to have that made up sale price correct because it's all made up well it's made up but it's it's, like a loss leader supply and demand so they're not they're not buying a lot of lost leaders to get people in. and Well, they can't even get it. They can't get anything. They can't get it. So everything is costing more and taking longer. So if you are going to, if you're an investor and you're going to flip, that nope. three months is going to be your minimum. Yeah, unless, yeah, unless you are, you know, buying used appliances or and, and even then harder to get because people are doing that now. So I'm seeing that vintage shops have less in them. I mean, it's just the whole thing is really a domino effect. And it may it may be better for businesses and it may in, inevitably be better for consumers because we're not buying what we don't need. We're buying what we do need. I don't know. Uh, only time will tell. But it's just really interesting. Right I know now. in our my family, my little family, Chris and I, I only buy what I need now. Like I am very cautious financially about putting out a lot of money just because I don't you don't know anymore. Yeah. So I'm sure. only buying what we need. I don't buy anything extra. It, it's I've completely contracted in my spending. And I think a lot of people are. They're putting it into their home. They're changing their method and how they're spending the money. Yeah, no doubt. And, and they have to in some cases because the cost. I mean, I, I look back at a flip I did a year ago, and I bought appliances for, I think I got a refrigerator, a stove, a a microwave, and a um, dishwasher for like $2,500. That same package today, if you can get it and when you can get it, is about $5,000. Now, granted, it was on sale at the time, so it should have been like $3,700. I got it for $25, but it doesn't exist today. That's amazing. Hard to get. It's great when you're estimating. Yeah, we had a closing yesterday, and the individuals that were buying the house that we sold, they were talking about, the um, sofa and you know furniture they were buying at first-time home buyers and everything was 12 15 weeks out i mean we're talking everything is like that wow. you're, so you're not getting it you're not getting it at a discount and you're waiting longer for it so it's just part of the way it is today like it's your 
It just, it really is. <laughs> like we're living on an it, island. It really is. And in some ways, I kind of like it. And in some ways, you know, I, I feel like it's it should be really interesting to see how this all kind of plays out. I mean, it it may work, it may not work, but I can tell you the cost of homes have got to go up as a result of it. Oh, they are. Oh, I mean, that's you, why they're trying to lock homes in. I just went under contract with a home for a new build under Premier in Fletcher Oaks, and it's nine months out. I mean, they're nine months out. Wow. So you don't know what rates are going to be. You don't know, but you got to lock in to lock in the price, and then the risk is on the, on the seller for that. Yeah, for sure. So this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're going to talk about Zillow next and how it's going to change our lives. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Happy Saturday. Spill the wine. Good weather. Yeah, it is nice. It's nice because we had a little Annie M going on earlier in the week. Yeah, and planes were flipped. I was thinking it should be very interesting to see if we, outside of COVID, start to see people getting the flu because of the change in weather. Oh, yeah, the humidity. So drastic. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it was really chilly this morning. Really chilly this morning, but yesterday afternoon, it was brutal. Mm. I mean, brutal for wintertime. So if you want to search for a home, give us a call. You can message me, or you can go to our website, just pattyandscott.com will do. You can look for houses there. We can send you a link. If you want to have your home staged, or you just want to have a chat about it, you can give Scott a call. I mean, I set the appointments, but that's really it at that point. (laughs) Yeah. We have a couple of appointments coming up next week. Well, because if you call me, it's likely it's on a wardrobe somewhere yeah. while I'm <laughs> hanging a picture. Yeah, just give us a call. If you want somebody to just pick out colors for you, or you're nervous about picking out colors, paint's expensive. So if you only want to paint say, once, I'll say. You'll say I mean, paint's expensive it's too. It's very expensive. And I think it's, I had somebody recently have a conversation with me. They're like, well, I just painted it. And I was like, again, yeah, you did. And we're probably going to need to paint it again. I mean, things just don't translate. Sometimes. I had a gentleman. We were at uh, a house we just sold at 3308 Log Ridge, which, congratulations, Scott. We sold that house three times full price. Nice. Above price. Hallelujah. Three times. First time, they didn't like the home inspection, which was, you know, they were attorneys. So that was good that they didn't like it. I'm happy. The second one, they wanted to cancel because of the election. <laughs> And the third one, that's who you met yesterday. They were in love with it, so they finally closed. But a neighbor came up to me. Uh, when I was there, I was putting out something. I went to visit. An orchid A few or weeks two. ago. Yeah, an orchid <laughs> that I killed. Don't let me wash your orchid. Sorry, Liz. Yeah. So he came up to me. He goes, what are you selling it for? And I was like, 318 It was like 315 It was 315 It closed for 318 He's like, no way. I said, what? Way. I said, we have a contract. He's like, get out. I'm like, get out. Like I just repeat after people. 
And then he was like, well, how much? I said, they, well, they put in, you know, about 20000 into it when they bought it. But it's the right 20000 So you can say, I'm going to put in 20000 into it. But if you're putting in purple paint or black paint, John, another friend, John's putting in black paint. If you're doing things like that, you better put it in the right way or it's just going to cost you. For sure. No, Because no then you got to fix it to do it right so make sure the bones are right the roof the hot water heater the electrical make sure that's right before you start throwing money into a kitchen that nobody wants absolutely but when you start making choices for paint inside outside so inside if you were doing all walls trim and the ceiling i mean you're going to be five grand plus and if you're doing the outside roughly the same thing so you want to get it right the first time we had some prior clients of ours uh, mitch and nicole who were painting their house to where they were very nervous about picking colors, et cetera. And so they reached out and I picked out the colors for them. Theirs was and, yellow with the garnet and uh, shutters. Wow, and what a transformation. Oh my God. Is. I mean, it is night and day and they love it. And I'm so glad, but she was still. Now it's no, a blue no, gray, a deep blue gray. Yeah, and Nicole was very, very nervous. It, not necessarily for the choices that I was making, but just. What will regard, it look like? Yeah, not knowing. And so. Because um, people cannot see in their mind's eye. The average person is like me. They're not like Scott, where they can't see it. So you're trusting Scott to know what and it was gorgeous. It really is. For, it was $45,000 in the end, really. Yes. And I. Every penny. Every that. penny boosted their value. Every no penny. I mean, it is just so striking. Yeah. It's beautiful. I was very happy with the way that it came out, but more importantly, they were, and so they could not be happier. Oh, it's worth well over 300 now. I mean, it, it would sell in a minute, even as a two-story. I mean, it just has such presence from the street now. I mean, it's just beautiful. a part where it felt like it just blended in. It's just paint, in. but the wrong paint can have deduct that. Like, no yellow paint it, with not the right shutters and not the right look and not the right will be less than that. You can just take away for your value. And that's what people don't get. Well, it's all new. But new doesn't work in every case. Well, and I would never pick the colors I picked out for their home for every home. It, it, the colors that I picked out for their home, it's a colonial type home. Mm -hmm. It's not... Um, it's very Northeast. Right, which I don't come from the Northeast. And I don't necessarily um, vibe with houses like that. And especially theirs prior to painting. But after painting, I was like, I could live here. Like, it's not my type of home, but it really just... It was really it, resonated. It was yeah, really beautiful. from it. And I had so many people stop by and ask questions. I mean, want to know colors. And so if you want to go to our Instagram or Facebook or otherwise, I'm starting to put out there the colors of paints that I'm choosing so that people can get but a vibe it, Before you that apply a terracotta to your door, call Scott. <laughs> Please. Because not every terracotta is going to work on your house. It just isn't. No doubt. It worked on theirs because of the chimney color, because of the color of the shrubs, because of everything else. It's one package at that point. You can't just say it's a striking door when everything else is to shh. Yeah, that's the, the conversations that Nicole and I were having. Nicole, the, the homeowner, is that making those decisions, not understanding why I was picking those choices because it may not necessarily be their go-to, but it made sense in the grand scheme of things. And so afterwards... It was so interesting because that was her favorite part of the whole thing was the one thing that she was afraid of. It reminded me of Kelly in that table mm -hmm. um, where they, you know, they question, question, question. Oh, my gosh, this is the best thing ever. So <laughs> it's always 
it's always fun to experience that. And I'm doing an A-frame currently out um, on Lake Yvette, and we're painting it black. So it should be really interesting to see how that turns out. Yeah, so blue hair, and it went, so from, far, so it went from beige to... It went from Band-Aid to, <laughs> to black. Flesh. I'm, I'm having to change the orange door, however. Oh, yeah, because of the black. It's too Halloween-ish. Yeah, so I'm changing, but that door is beautiful. The door, but the the house they've got it's painted now. It looks fabulous. I mean, it's really and the homeowners off. association didn't like it. No, they questioned me three on three separate occasions. But it's beautiful. Yeah, and they drove by to say so. Oh, did they? Yeah. They said they like it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So we were going to talk about Zillow transition from beautiful house paint. So Zillow. All of these years, they've been telling the real estate community and industry that they will not become their own broker. So when somebody tells you they're not doing something, they're 100% doing it. They're just not ready to tell you that they're not doing. It's like, I'm going to ban fracking. Uh, No, I'm not going to ban fracking. Yes, you are banning. You don't believe every story is a story. Unless you see or see movement to something in the other direction. Come on. So Zillow is its own broker. They have broker's licenses in all 50 states. So now how our listings go to Zillow are done differently. It was a direct syndication directly to Zillow. Now it has to go through, correct. Our MLS, which is the multi-list system, used to send our listings directly to Zillow the way they do Realtor.com and Trulia. Now the feed is, it's in the weeds, but the feed is differently. It's done through a different company and... It's called IDX. It's just the name of the company. And so we're technically not allowed to badmouth Zillow, the broker. Doesn't mean you can't. Zillow Homes is not going to be necessarily Zillow, the the website. So you just have to be, if you're a realtor, you have to be specific about who you're complaining well, yeah, about. Yeah, because Zillow has these, you know, an associated value with your home, which is an algorithm. But that's not to Zillow, help people. But see that's it. not Zillow, the broker. Right. That's Zillow that's doing the aggregator, right? the aggregator so. that's taking your your house and boosting it. So what realtors used to do, and I did, I paid about, I don't know, like 1100 a month. Ugh, makes me sick. 1100 a month for advertising. So I would advertise myself as a buyer's agent and I would get leads for buyers and I would sell homes to buyers directly. It was great. I mean, I, I just, I'm, I made money on it. It was great. Now that's changing. Now would I want to do that? Absolutely not. I will never give them another. I mean, I stopped five years ago, but now I would definitely not. That's no different than me giving Remax a thousand dollars. So in these cities where there where these are going to be launched, I mm-hmm. think Atlanta was one of them. When they launch it, are they accepting Atlanta agents to do the same thing? Or because you could it, still pay to advertise right, and be a it, premier. They're it, calling them guides, right? But if it were me. And I know that Zillow is also doing this. How do I know they're not getting the best leads? They are getting the I best leads. I believe they are. That's my point. They so are not, your competitor. So, right, so I'm not going to want to... I mean, they make a m- lot of money on the They've advertising. They've made billions. So it should be very interesting to see how that pans out. I got to tell you, that would be They rough. are your competitor. No they're doubt. not LoopNet's competitor. They're not HomeSnap's competitor. Right. They're the agent's competitor. Wow. So why would I, the broker of the brokerage, give them a dollar... To compete right. against me. Right. No. Nope. My point. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. That's Scott Coward. Our number's 850-656-0009. Stick with us. We're talking about Zillow. You get your own, but you could be my, yeah, 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 yeah.
about that lifestyle Everybody knows Diamonds ain't got nothing on you oh, oh, oh. We about that lifestyle She told me Welcome back. That's Scott's song. <laughs> Who I was, sings it? I was listening to some, uh, uh, my drive last weekend to Charlotte. I was listening to a lot of 80s country male oh, yeah. vocals. And Travis Tritt's one of my favorites. And uh, I have music ADD if everybody doesn't know that by now. And so I came across Morgan Wallen, who is a new artist. Oh, he sounds rem- very twangy. Very- yeah, and like that, old school, and that has Chris Stapleton in it. Oh, nice! So, well, I, no, I know who Chris Stapleton is, but I wouldn't. So it's a very kind of. But I've been listening to a lot of bluegrass and Allison Krauss. I love Allison Krauss. I love Allison Krauss. I, mean, she, I she, found a video of hers where they were sing, She was singing with heart in this yeah. thing, venue called Big Sky Church, which I don't. I'm sure it's out west, and she was singing. Oh, she has. A, she had an album out last year. So with Windy me. City, I think it was. It. it there's. A lot of Brenda Lee songs. Oh, yeah. Just old school. Yeah, just very good. She's just, she's a prodigy. I mean, her talent's beyond the average human. She's not human. That voice comes out. So we were talking about Zillow, and Zillow is now their own broker. So when I'm talking about Zillow, I will will reference Zillow Homes versus just Zillow the site. So Zillow.com has, with the blessing of all the real estate boards, which is why I hate them, hate nar hate i hate them because they have taken our information and sold it and we get no benefit from it no we get no benefit and now it will come home to roost it will come home to roost all the the agents that were i i call them weak that instead of explaining your explaining your value your value proposition you're not i am this we offer a b and c and this is how much it costs. No, they relied on Zillow to do it for them because they didn't know the words or they didn't know how to say or they didn't know what their value proposition was. They just didn't know. So now that it's all sold out, Zillow is worth billions and billions and billions. They have uh, algorithms. They have API. They have all this artificial intelligence. And they have been able to data steal all of our uh, square footage, our amenities, the seller's information, the buyer's information, who wants to buy, when they might want to buy in the future. They, they're they able to tell all of that. No different than an Alexa sitting in your house, right? So they have all of that from decades and decades of information. Um, and now they've started their own brokerage. So that, because they know, even with all of that information, they can only make so much money. Even though it's a lot, it can still, it's finite. To, to the extent that of the market. Until so now, they're not growing it, then they're growing it in this way. It would be interesting to see if the growth... Now it's Zillow Homes. Right. Zillow Homes is its own broker. I'm a real realtor, so I'm a member of the National Association of Realtors, because I have to be, to get the, the okay. multi-list. 
And now they're my competitor. They're no different my competitor than Remax or Keller Williams or Coldwell Banker. But guaranteed, those same realtors are going to be weak and not explain their value. They're weak salespeople. Explain the value and let go of Zillow. It should be very interesting with regards to, I realize the differential between Zillow Homes and, and Zillow, the the website, mm-hmm. with regards to how people search. But that algorithm is most times ineffective and incorrect. And I don't mean necessarily just on the low side, but also sometimes it is on the on high, the high side. side. So I have rarely come across one where it made sense to me or where I've hit in terms of... You're talking of, about the Zestimate. Where I've hit on a price that they also thought was the price. So if I am calling Zillow um, brokerage, how they can reference this sales price that would be different and apart from what Zillow, this website says, because they may be under two umbrellas, but it's still Zillow. It's still Zillow. And if I, if, if I can't stand behind it, then what does it mean? And it, they will find out it means very little, and it has meant very little. In most cases, we sell well above it because of what we do to it. People come in all the time, well, this estimate, this estimate doesn't mean anything. I mean, the Zestimate means that it gives you some approximation, but it's like going to an auction. It will sell anywhere between zero and $5 million. That I mean, that's a big gap. Huge. So I don't know how... Nothing of this is real until a buyer is willing to Correct. pay an amount. Correct. But, and, but and I've GameStop got a list, is but a I've, great example But I've of got that. to list your house. I've got to list your house, and you want me to list it for, let's say, five hundred thousand. That's the estimate. But I know it's not going to sell for anything above three fifty. How do I stand behind that Zillow Homes? How, how you are Zillow? So I would. It's going to be very interesting to see how that pans out. Well, now the rules will change because they can't ethically list a home. Because they are now members of the Board of Realtors, National mm-hmm. Association. They can't ethically list a home for a whole lot more than what it's really said to be worth. And artificial intelligence doesn't do that. It just doesn't. So they can't, I can't go and I can't what they call buy a listing. I can't go in and say, hey, I'll, I'll list your home for 300 knowing it's 250. If I do that, one way or the other, I'm, I could lose my license because I'm not treating people honestly and fairly, and I could have an ethics charge against me. So you have to be, it's like I saw a listing, South Florida was listing up here. Um, it was a Tampa agent. He's listing, and he said the house was 20, it was on uh, Stonegate. You can go look it up. He said the house is 2,700 square feet. You know why he says it's 2,700 square feet? Because he's included the garage in the square footage. The garage still has a garage door. It's still concrete floor. Now, they had vents in the garage. So they're calling it heated. So and he's cool. saying heated and cool, but that's not the that's not how it works. Mm. So if Zillow does that, they take all that, they can be they can file against them, just like if I'm bad mouthing Zillow homes, I could have an ethics charge. But they could also lose their license. So when you're that vast, you have so much more risk. I'm wondering, are these individuals that are going to be working for Zillow Homes? Yes, they'll have are, their own realtors. Are they going to be agents or they agents are, in a way that they are paid a commission or agents in a way in which they're paid a salary? I have no idea. But that but also Redfin, would be very interesting. Redfin had, which tried to do this and kind of failed miserably. They did fail. And another one was Purple Brick, stealing my purple theme. Blew me away. 
they were going to have salaried realtors as well as people like in our town mm-hmm. that would uh, give them a commission. And it's a massive commission split. You're not making a living wage. Mm-hmm. They really just want you to open the door and they want everything else to be done electronically. And it, it failed. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's going to be hard for them because they people need a relationship just like any other sale, it's relationships that work. It is. It makes me think, trusted capability. It makes me think I've had recently one of my listings where it fell through because it was quicken. They have they have no skin in the game here locally. Therefore, if it falls apart because it's it's so transparent. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's so. Um, it's not intertwined in the community, so there's really no feel for whether it happens or doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. The way that this transaction happens, they're so happened, fast, they're yeah, so big. It it they should be sued for what what transpired and the way that they use this person's money. So without I, disclosure, it, yeah. it is unbelievable to me how that happened and then how they made a decision not to fund the loan, which is perfectly fine. But don't spend this person's money beforehand. But I'm thinking. These people will never use you again. And if I get a contract from it, I'm really good. And I've never had a problem with them, but it really made me question things. But if it were someone locally, if somebody went to get a local lender, it makes so much more sense because there's skin in the game. There are people here on the ground willing to help you. It just doesn't have community investment. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the, it's just very, you list your home with Zillow. First of all, they're going to do like a wholesaler. Well, is yeah. what I'm reading. I could be I would, wrong. I could be wrong. So I'm going to clarify. Depends that. on the estimate. And then it's a seven percent fee, which is commission. It's a seven percent fee. So you're not getting why? Why ease of transaction? Maybe if it's an estate sale, you know, it's easier. But once you see those numbers, why? Seven percent. Seven percent. Why? Why would you do that? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Why? Yeah, I don't see that as being beneficial it doesn't see it as beneficial at all but my challenge with those with the the boards and it's not just our local board it's boards of general they sold out and now they're going to come scrambling and eh, what are you doing but we have our value proposition set like our business is, is scalable now we've worked on it and we can help people that aren't just selling homes so that's helpful but it's really about the customer and making sure that they don't leave money on the table, that they're making their money back, that they've invested in the home to get it staged properly. But th- I think the Zillows are going to be here to stay because they've all tried it. You know, this is just their turn. And it will just work. If you're a realtor listening, work on your value proposition. Be able to come up against Zillow in a way that's simple, easily understood, and be done with it. And they'll, and they'll work with you because you're the one there. They should. I would. Mm-hmm. It's like Carvana for houses. Yeah. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. We got one more segment left. It's so good. Baby, you understand me now. Yeah, sometimes you see that I'm mad. Don't you know that no one alive can always be an angel When everything goes wrong, you see some bad Oh, I'm just 
Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. That's Vanessa Broussard. That's a cover song. And she, it's the theme song for this show on BritBox called Bay, which is a Vanessa. crime. Vanessa Broussard. And so I had to Shazam it. Mm. And I was like, ugh. Oh. I love it's very the... Good. Uh, it's very, she sounds very adele like She does have a Adele a little bit and more. she's just a tiny little thing uh, like how does that voice come out of that little never, body never understood that so we were we were ranting i was ranting about zillow but i think it's a good thing i don't if everybody wants to get in real estate get into real estate do it i mean do your thing i'm a libertarian just do your jam but i do think that the powers that be the nars and the boards and the membership committees need to really have a some forethought in their decision-making process. Like, if we decide to syndicate to blankety-blank, we'll call it Zamello. (laughs) Then if we're going to syndicate, what's our end game? They're telling us they're not going to be a broker. Why are you believe? Is nobody as uh, bitter about life as we are that we don't believe everything that people (laughs) tell us? I really don't believe everything anybody tells (laughs) us. I don't. Until you move. Until there's action. Yeah, I... I questioned most things. But, like, why are you... Oh, they said they're not going to be a broker. Okay. (laughs) They're doing everything that I would do if I were going to be a broker. I would create all the data. I would steal all the data. I would take all the data for free. I'm giving you data for free. If you think there was no endgame in that, come on. It should be very, very interesting how this turns out and again it is what it is no, no skin off our back but i don't understand those that are they're going to have to get seven percent in order to make up the value that they're going to lose from the realtors that are no look, longer look, paying for the look leads at the red fins, that they're yeah. not getting yeah so, stop paying them right. stop paying for them so i just put a listing out 809 peggy it's over in 32305 it's a cute little house three two three bedrooms one bath i let the owner know will it go on zillow yes and there's a caveat. It may not be the way you saw Zillow before because they guess they're getting our listings because it's Zillow because our, our board hasn't shut that feed off yet, I don't think. But it could be a little different. No, I have noticed lately that Zillow used to show, um, so we'll use the brokerage. If it were our listing, it would say the brokerage. Now it says Tallahassee Board of Realtors. That's because it's the feed, the IDX feed. So, so it has switched over. Right, so I was like, interesting and then two weeks ago i saw that it came back and now it's off again so i don't know they're really struggling with yeah this I, don't, I don't know what the what the intent is with all that but it's very very interesting because it's it almost seemingly is trying to keep whoever the listing agent is off, off. of it so that's a problem well see so think about it so if i have a listing on home snap or we'll go realtor.com. If you scroll down to the very bottom, it will say, "Yes, I'm the usually the first agent. So it'll say Patricia Wilson, and then it'll say co-listed by Scott Coward. Now, what will it do? We don't know, because we don't know Correct. what that feed. It's no different than looking on the Remax site. It's going to have Remax. Correct. Correct. It's going it, to it have makes, Remax. It makes me think that the, the intent behind it is to make it all look as if this is the area. Everything is Zillow. Right. Exactly. So I just I just disclosed it's going. First of all, we have no con, we have no control over oh. the Zillows or the Trulias or the yeah, Realtor dot com. Third party syndication. We we have no control. I mean, but it's going to be different. Is an, an act of Congress. It's going to be very different. Yeah. So it should be very interesting. So stop to see how it all... advertising on companies that are not your own. Now, HomeSnap 
is owned by now CoStar, which owns LoopNet. And so they're getting Homestep, which I give out like on our links. That's what so I post. I. It's really nice. First of all, it's really nice. Like you could take a picture of a home and then it'll give you the details because it's stole the data from. So they all went to college together. It, Bezos, this guy, Forney at, at CoStar, like they all went to college. They all went to Stanford or wherever they go. Um, but HomeSnap is nice because I can directly, it's, it's they're only caring that I get my, yeah. uh, I get the leads off of my own listing. Yes. So I listed 809 Peggy Drive and then I paid $150 to HomeSnap and there an ad will go out to Facebook, Instagram, Waze and Google and I don't have to do anything for 150 bucks. It's nice. But it all comes back. It'll all come to back you, to me. And you get the data. Correct. That, which is important. So I have to pay a fee. We pay a yearly fee during COVID. HomeSnap charged $99, which is nice. And I will absolutely 100% renew at whatever price that they have. But it goes like, I, I usually do like 100, and usually our listings sell the first week, but it's nice to have that uh, top of mind mm-hmm. that people see our name. Yep. So I do $150 for every listing, no matter what. And then if it's struggling, you know, then I have data that I can go back and show the seller. We priced it here, but we're not getting enough clicks. And without clicks, you're not selling your house. Right. Or we're getting so many clicks and we don't have an offer. So it's the same idea, but it, it gives us another back-end piece of data that I could show a seller and go, hey. I think HomeSnap is also- I like HomeSnap. Also good from the perspective that it integrates between your customer and you. So if you connect them with yourself, so I send out the app to them- as they're looking at things and harding them, if you will. So mm-hmm. I love this. I love this. I love this. It tells me. So they don't have to say, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. I can already tell that they like it because it tells me. Because they accepted an invite. Correct. And if you fire a realtor, you can uh, go. I have the method how to take a realtor off so you won't hire us. You want to take uh, another realtor off or that realtor retired or something, and then you can hire us. So I know how to do that. But I can look in Pennsylvania at homes on HomeSnap. So it's no different than a realtor.com, but it's really app friendly. It, I mean, it, it's very app friendly. It, it takes a second to get acclimated, but not because it is difficult at all. It's like any, even Zillow, when you first start using it, you're like, I don't know things about it. I mean, no different than we had a customer recently that was like, well, how come it's you know showing me all this? I'm like because it's your parameters. I mean it's just the parameters that are set up, but you have to get through all that. Once you do, it is so seamless, in my opinion. It's nice because the, what CoStar, who owns HomeSnap now, is taking it's giving it back to the realtor, where Zillow just stole like a parasite. Yeah, I <laughs> They're just, just thieves, thieves in the night. I, Zillow.com. I don't know. Not how, Zillow Homes. How and what that looks like. I don't know, but I'm excited for it. I like any change in the market. I like it. I don't. I don't shy away from it. I you don't, don't shy away. I from don't it. because I, I. Well, I'm not fearful of much of anything, and I there's. I can only. I only worry about anything in my control. I don't worry about anything out of my control. We don't have a bazillion dollars. Not, not if we thing. did, we'd have warehouses and furniture. Yeah, unless they can come and stage my homes better than I do, I have no worries. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't. I, I'm like, I'm just like, okay. But it, it just gives us another, a little bit of information for the consumer that if they do approach you, I buyer, or we're going to make this so simple for you, read the fees because the fees are what's going to get you. It's not necessarily, I'm only charging the, the buyer side 2.5% commission or whatever commission. It's those fees that they tack on. Transaction fees, guide fees, door fees. There are so many fees in Zillow's model. Like, 
These houses here are the average home here is two hundred fifty thousand dollars. There's not a lot of give. No, and not at seven percent for sure. No, I mean I know people like their anonymity, which is why they go to Quicken or Rocket Mortgage, which is one and the same. But the apps, it, yeah. It, yeah, it's the whole idea behind that. I don't see that being the same thing from the Zillow perspective. Now, God forbid that you are this person and you are on both ends of that Zillow homes and like a mortgage company the buyer, such as yeah. Rocket. My gosh, that's going to be rough. Like Keller Williams has their you own mortgage no, company. Like again. you have nobody, you have nobody on the ground. For you. For you. And I think that, I mean, it's like. Or you do, but they are employees of Zillow. And that's where, if you have to look at that, if you look at Zillow Homes and they're not doing commission, which I find it very hard to believe that they're, they won't want their own employees. Who is on your behalf? Like, people don't like commissions. There's, uh, you know, there's all these DOJ, Department of Justice, lawsuits about commissions and disclosures and all that fun stuff. But don't you want somebody that has some skin Listen, in the game? I, I will tell you this. So we had that closing yesterday, and on the other side was the company in town where they don't pay commissions. They pay their employees. Salaries. And as I'm sitting there, and I'm just thinking to myself, as, you know, the disbursements are happening, and I'm like... Oh my gosh, what a world of difference because, you know, I'm walking out and you're getting in your hamster car and I'm getting in my car. And so then he starts talking to me. And the reality is that I'm not afraid of commissions because I know what I can do and I work hard at it, but I wouldn't want it any other way. People who hire us know that we have skin in the game too. Like if we didn't, I don't want to be that person that I'm just getting paid. I want to be that person that I'm earning every single dollar for you and for us nothing wrong with that he was on salary yes he worked hard too bless his heart i think they do unfortunately it's i don't i mean they do it for whatever reason i don't know why mm -hmm. it's just not what i would do. it's fear fear so patty wilson buddy's playhouse eight five zero six five six triple zero nine if you have any questions give us a call house talk with a happy ending every time <laughs>